Welcome to Watching The Witcher, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for The Witcher on Netflix. I'm your host Matthew and this is the last episode, this is for, uh, this podcast is for season 2, episode 7 and episode 8. So the penultimate episode and the season finale, so the last podcast for the season. Uh, just to very quickly mention before I get into anything, uh, there is a trailer out there for uh, something called The Witcher Blood Origin, which I think is a prequel um, series, because I was kind of scrolling through the credits. The credits seemed a bit long, so I started like scanning through them, and there's a trailer for that. It's basically like a post-credits scene type of thing, but it's a trailer. Um, I don't know what my plans are for that, because it kind of just sprung up on me, and I was already dealing with covering this show today. I don't think I'll be doing a sort of Witcher Day type of thing with that series. I might still talk about it in some way, shape or form, but I I don't know yet. It's too early to tell. Plus, I haven't finished this yet. So, uh, But it does say it's coming in 2022. So my guess is going to be that is going to be a 2022 series. And then The Witcher Season 3 is probably going to be 2023. Uh, probably around about this time. So, But anyway, yes. I uh, don't know what my plans are for The Witcher Blood Origin yet. Because I haven't had any time to think about it. So I will let you all know uh, once that comes around. <clears throat> of course, it has to get released first and everything. But um, my thoughts on the the end of the season, basically episode seven and episode eight. Um, <clears throat> I thought that it finished well. Um, it got to the point that it needed to get to, and I was sort of realizing as the season finale was ending that this is a setup for season three. And sometimes in television, you'll have what's called a setup season which i think this season is and a uh season where that stuff gets paid off and some shows do it more than others some shows need to do it more than other ones it depends what story you're telling how long you've got to tell that story what points you want to get to at what point so you know um, but essentially, the things that I've been talking about, so like Siri showing off her power, and Yennefer kind of sort of maybe getting her power back, and those kind of things, um, all happened by the end of the season, uh, roughly. Um, I'm not quite sure about Yennefer's powers, but she sort of uh, wrote her wrong, or, or whatever it was. But um, yeah, we got to see a big reveal of... Um, series power which was one of the other things I wanted in that um I'm still disappointed about a few things I'm still disappointed that Yennefer basically didn't have her powers for the whole season pretty much um I am curious as to what they're going to do with Baird or um as his actual name is, is it Jasker or something um I kept just forgetting his name it's just easier to call him Baird and every person I know that speaks about that character online just calls him bed so or bard bed whatever um so yeah that's just what i'm gonna stick to for now i suppose um Geralt got a new horse that was fun um nothing like noteworthy but it was it was kind of fun by the way i'm gonna be taking i'm gonna be taking the time to take a little i'm gonna be taking opportunity in this episode to take a little bit more time the season's finished there's no more episodes for me to get back to and catch up with and keep going on with this is this is it now this is the last episode and I did the same thing two years ago where I took a little bit more time on the uh, season finale podcast but once I kind of realized that this was a setup season for next season I was 
okay with that. I I kind of maybe I just realised that too late. Maybe it was because this is one of them seasons of TV that I've watched now, and I'm kind of looking at it and thinking the issues I had, other than like some of the more blatant ones, so like Yennefer not having powers for the whole season. The sort of like I was waiting for this to happen or that to happen. Maybe I should have realised earlier in the season that this was a setup season uh, for season three because most of the the whole big like overarching thing, lots of people want to get to Siri basically, don't they? They want to get to her, and they all have their kind of different reasons. Um, and that being set up for season three, and like they've got a big job on their hands basically. Uh, with like protecting Siri because she's basically like in this story and and this kind of happens in the third because I've only played the third game this kind of happens in the third game as well where sure you've got the witcher the witchers you know the, the group of them and you've got the witcher that we follow which is Geralt they're obviously very important to the story but really the kind of chosen one of the story is Siri she's the one that the plot line evolves around pretty much because if you take Siri out of this story especially this season what story are you telling you know um she's almost like like with Ellie in The Last of Us right if you take Ellie out of the story of The Last of Us yeah then there's no immunity plotline there's no Joel and Ellie journey there's there's nothing like that um and you can still tell the story but just not have you can just have it as a post-apocalyptic zombie story, right? But it just doesn't have the immunity thing. There's a way that you... If you go to the Witcher in in the same way... If you take Ciri's character out... It's basically just a story about a bunch of witches that take on contracts... And kill beasts for money. That would be the story, wouldn't it? And you could still tell that story, but... Obviously this story is different, so... Yeah, what I'm kind of trying to say is, you know, Siri's like the big vocal point of this story. Everybody, everybody starts realizing and starts getting the news about how powerful she is, and obviously we see that displayed very much in the season finale. I didn't know. Now I don't know if because with these with these beasts that she's uh, calling upon, I don't think that she was like. Well, she was sort of summoning them, wasn't she? Um. Obviously, she was kind of like opening a portal for them to come through. Um, and I don't think that anything that Siri did in those scenes were things that Siri can't do because she was being controlled. I don't think it was because it was this other woman that was controlling her, wasn't it? I don't think any of those abilities that she displayed are just from the woman that... Um, possessed her i do think that that's from things that siri can actually do i'm pretty sure but she was just being controlled to do those things so but i didn't know that she could sort of open a portal for like beasts to come through i didn't know that she could kind of do that so i guess i was kind of surprised by the whole siri thing in a way because that was a surprising element but i was aware of how powerful she was um there was something i kept wanting to mention in terms of what siri can do and what she does in the game um she has this i guess i'll talk it's not really like a spoiler for future seasons she can kind of have the ability to i mean she sort of actually did do it in an a part of the episode because she teleported across that bridge didn't she she kind of has this ability in the game 
where she can like teleport or sort of like shift and the way it's used in the game is uh that's like your dodge ability but in the game you can basically because you control her during certain sections of the game and she is ridiculously powerful <laughs> which is fun um and you can basically just jump from one enemy to the next and just continuously attack. So she's got this ability basically. And this is where I thought the sword fighting stuff with Geralt was going to come in. Because she was doing the sword practicing thing on that mannequin or whatever it was. The paystack mannequin thing. So I thought at some point they were going to combine it. Where she, her sword fighting skills that she'd learned from Geralt and or from practicing on that thing. She'd combine that and start like shifting and dodging and like attacking that's what i was anticipating i suppose and we got a small example of it not not in the way that i've just described but we got an example of it of where she you know she goes to lift that bridge up doesn't she with yennefer and she starts like bleeding from her eyes and then um she swears or whatever it is because she's obviously frustrated and then just you know she teleports uh, across to the other side of the bridge so she did do that just not in the way that i've described but what i'm looking forward to like a big moment that i'm looking forward to is when she i don't know if there'll be like budget issues around this potentially i mean if the cw can do a flash tv show and they can have him running around and stuff i'm pretty sure netflix can afford to do this um but i'm looking forward to future scenes where she's potentially doing that sort of shift and attack thing it's just really cool and i was just looking forward to seeing that but now that i realize a bit more that this is a setup season maybe she will have even more enemies to do that against uh i don't know i'm just talking about like you know what i know of series power and the season was very focused around there and that kind of thing so yeah um with the story again um it worked for the most part worked better in these last two episodes things glued themselves together a bit more because if you remember my description in the the five and six episode so the previous episode i was saying about how i'd see i can see certain things they're trying to do in the story but it just wasn't quite gluing together and it even by the end by the end of the eighth episode i didn't still i still didn't feel quite like the season had like completely glued itself together but it was better in the last two episodes um and you know this is a difficult story to pull off there's lots of different characters and castles and factions and loads of different like smaller characters I'll admit though there was a certain point in this season where I stopped paying attention a bit to certain characters. And I was like alright I'll just wait to get back to the, the main kind of things. Um, So that was... I, I struggled with that a little bit this season to kind of not attempt to follow everything. Because there's there's a certain degree when you're covering a show of okay you need to keep track of certain things obviously... But there's also an interest level as to which characters you're actually more interested in following than other characters. So I had to kind of like follow what I wanted to follow if that makes sense. So yeah. Um, do I think this is as good as season one? Um, overall I think I had a better time with season one. 
But there are certain things in this season. Because I, I did enjoy series journey in general because if you remember in the first season she's not even with Geralt because it's Geralt looking for Ciri for the basically most of the season um but I think I had a better time with season one yeah I, I think so um but I still like this season um it will go somewhere on my best list but it won't go as high as what it was in 2019 which I think it was in the top three in 2019 i can't remember we have the episode for that uh when i covered it back then um so it would be in the list but i don't think it will be as high as what it was before plus i'm having a very difficult time with putting my tv list together anyway because it's very competitive so yeah um so yeah not quite as good a season one i think although i think this i think this see that's the thing right if you're going to say to someone like, okay, which of these seasons did you prefer? And I've just said season one. Season one, although there's parts of season one that are a setup for season two. Um, season one has a better story, I think. And has more like cool moments with characters. Whereas with season 2 it does have a lot of those cool moments and some really great action scenes and certain powers and stuff being used now and again. But it didn't quite do it as frequently, those things as frequently as what I wanted to as as to what it did in season 1. So yeah. Um, but then you know once season 3 comes out and we get a continuation of this series story. That's a point where you could look back on season two and be like, okay, now that 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 that's the, the se- season three could make season two look better. Um, so yeah, but uh, there we go. Um, since this is the last episode, I guess I could do a bit of housekeeping actually. So we'll take a quick break here, uh, do some housekeeping, and then we'll come back and I'll just keep talking about these uh, last two episodes. So see you for all that in a minute. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us 
of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film. And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, of course, if you've missed my previous episode coverages, coverages? My previous episodes for the coverage of this season, uh, I broke them down for two episodes each. So 201 and 202 are one episode, then 203 and 204 is another podcast, and then 205 and 206, so the episodes for this show. So if you've missed the previous three podcasts, those episodes I've obviously done as well, so I've been obviously do, you know having a, a Witcher day today as well. Uh, other than that, um, did a podcast uh, a few days ago, which was talking about uh, Ubisoft destroys Assassin's Creed. There's lots of different reasons. This new DLC thing, the price um, of it, and how the pro- the payment part of it is structured, and it's not included in the season pass. And also the fact that Assassin's Creed as a franchise has now completely and utterly lost its identity um, as well, which is Ubisoft's fault. So congratulations to Ubisoft for destroying Assassin's Creed, which I used to love. Uh, and Ubisoft also announced that they're make, remaking uh, a Splinter Cell game, I think the first uh, Splinter Cell. So I combined those two news pieces together and basically did a, a Ubisoft episode, so you can check that out if you want to. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is out and don't worry I won't give you any spoilers here uh, you can also listen to the first half of that podcast which doesn't contain any spoilers either uh, but that's for Spider-Man No Way Home you know you might have heard of it in the last couple of days <laughs> lots of people are talking about it that's my review for it which is out and I gave it a um, a must see rating because it's really damn good so you can check that out uh, Classic Reviews is back for season 5 um, the first episode of season 5 is covering Tom and Jerry, a few episodes of that show, episodes 1 to 4 of the first season or first volume uh, for Tom and Jerry, and uh, Classic Reviews will be continuing every week on Wednesday for the next, well, 9 weeks now. It's t- 10 episodes in total for season 5, but the first episode is out, so look out soon weekly on Wednesdays for the rest of the 9 episodes. Uh, gaming talk this week, the last one for the year. Uh, me and Robert talked about the game awards, the actual awards themselves, and the announcements. A couple of really, really cool announcements happened. Uh, there's going to be a Wonder Woman game in development as well, which is going to be coming out. We got a new trailer for Hellblade 2, which looks really, really cool. That's uh, the new game from uh, Ninja Theory, of course. So we talked about that, and also just all the other awards, a lot of the other announcements, and our impressions of. Uh, what we've been playing recently as well a special episode we did recently is a patreon request episode uh barbara requested barbara over on the patreon who's supporting us over there uh, requested that we watch the first two episodes of arcane speaking of video game adaptions which this sort of is you can make the argument about the book but i've already discussed that uh, another thing which is based off a game, of course, Arcane is a uh, game is a TV show based off the League of Legends um, video game series. So we covered the first two episodes of the Arcane series, which a lot of people are seeming to be really enjoying. So we did that uh, over in the United cast. Uh, the most recent game, which was almost a week ago, um, which was the one nil win away to Norwich in the Premier League. Uh, there has been two games that have been postponed since then. There was supposed to be another game. 
tomorrow, so for Saturday, which would have been against Brighton. And there was supposed to be a game on Tuesday, the Tuesday that just went by, which was going to be against Brentford. But long story short, uh, COVID um, is bad and um, a lot of our players have got COVID. So have a lot of other teams as well. There's been a lot of games postponed, so uh, it's a big mess. It's a big mess in football at the moment. So I don't know when the next football game is going to be. But of course the last two didn't happen. So that's why you haven't seen the United Cast episode in almost a week. So there's that. Uh, chat podcast episode that I did covering October and November for Entertainment Talk. Talking about how the website did for those two months. Talked about a trip I took to Brighton recently. Talked about Boris Johnson and other people that are in positions of power. And also talked about uh, the current kind of Covid situation. And that thought, that sort of thing. So that's what we've been doing recently on entertainmenttalk.org. You can also find us as well on your favourite podcast platform. Just search for Entertainment Talk. But I'm guessing you've done one of those two things, which is how you found this episode. Um, yeah, so um, let me talk about Baird for a minute himself, or J- Jaska Baird. Um, so I spoke in the previous podcast about, like, I'm not sure where he fits in with the show. Him and Geralt kind of had a falling out. They sort of make up in one of these two episodes again these episodes when i did these episodes of as pairs they kind of blended together so just in these last two episodes i think it was in episode seven but never mind um he met up with Geralt. uh they had a nice bro hug type of thing which was cool and yeah i was curious about what they were going to do with him you know you got this big character big powerful character siri jaska isn't going to be um involved in that really but he was and I did appreciate in in that room in that big scene with Siri I did appreciate Jaskar's um comedy in that that was like it was a good bit of like specifically comic relief because you got all this serious stuff happening and you got all these monsters all over the place and people are getting their heads bitten off and Jaskar is still able to make jokes that doesn't feel out of place. So I'm glad they did find a way to fit him in because I was I, I was sort of I don't mind what you do with him, you know, if 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 he separates from Yennefer because he was travelling with her for a while and we didn't see him again in the season, I would have been okay with that. Because I just didn't feel like his character was as important to the series plotline as literally everybody else. Um, but they found a way to, to fit him in and that was good. And it, it was the other way as well. It was like, okay, if, if they bring him back in in these two episodes and they find something for him to do, cool. And and that was how it worked. So, yeah, there, there's, 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 it, it wouldn't have been... It would have been difficult to do wrong by that character I think maybe just because you didn't really need to do that much anyway so um, I'm ultimately glad with what they kind of did with this character he was cool Um, went on a bit of a different arc this season you know he only had like one or two scenes with Geralt this season whereas last season he was with him a bunch of times Um, so that was that was cool Um, I don't know their names but the the little uh, Scottish people that um Geralt teamed up with they were they were cool as well they were a good kind of addition obviously they helped with um rescuing Siri and everything which was good um 
talk about Yennefer for a minute, I suppose. Uh, she almost makes a bad decision, but then she was manipulated into doing so. Here's the thing with that, is... I was assuming the whole time... And I, I won't really know if my assumption was right or wrong. Because the story didn't go to a particular place. If Yennefer had brought Ciri to wherever she was going... And gotten to that meeting point or wherever it is that they were going part of me was still like okay I don't literally think I don't I don't think that Yennefer's literally gonna go here you go you can kill Ciri so I can get my powers back I just never saw Ciri uh, uh, Yennefer doing that um and I thought I kind of for the most part thought that she had a plan b because I know the show was trying to tell me like okay she was going to make this mistake but i just didn't really believe that but that doesn't that also doesn't mean they did a bad job with the story i just kind of i trusted jennifer still and i still thought that she had like a, a another plan um because she knew that she was in control of, uh, uh, unlike when siri gets possessed and she has basically no control over herself until obviously Geralt helps and you know the whole big thing happens Yennefer was still able to, you know, be in her own mind. But then she had this kind of like, I don't know, maybe she was planning on tricking that woman and like not sacrificing Ciri to get her power back. But then she couldn't maybe tell, she couldn't tell Ciri about it until much later because otherwise it probably wouldn't have worked the same way. I just, I just didn't believe that it was going to be as straightforward as Yennefer's going to take Ciri to this woman, sacrifice her and get her power back. I always thought there was just another angle to it. And I was just kind of waiting for that to happen. Of course, I'll never know now if that was going to happen because it got the mission, whatever you want to call it, got stopped, didn't it? So, um, yeah. And even like straight away, you know, when she gets kind of caught out in quotes, you know, and Geralt finds her. You can see how apologetic she is and everything. Um, I just didn't sort of see like an evil side of her. And even Geralt was sort of... Okay, I can't really trust you at the moment. But I do need to strongly go against you to get you out of this situation. So, yeah, that was that was kind of how I was feeling about that I suppose so that was that was interesting that was that was kind of cool I suppose um yeah then you have the two uh Nilfgaard um people one of them was the commander the other one was the the woman that had like frozen time and stuff that was pretty cool uh as well when she froze time um and then she like slowly that see that's like a flash type of thing where he literally is able to freeze time and he'll usually not be stabbing people but he'll be setting up like the enemies to punch each other and then it'll resume time and then they'll all knock each other out or something right um i thought it was interesting the way that they played that because she's slowly talking to this guy um about what's gonna happen or whatever it was i was sort of like half interested in all that plot line because i was curious to see what this woman was gonna do and the commander guy was back so there was there was some level of interest that i had there so i'd like still followed it but um yeah, that's that's about the degree of interest that I took. I just thought it was cool with the the freezing time stuff. 
Did she say she slipped something in a drink or something? Because you hear the commander character start sort of like he, he stutters and almost you can hear him almost choking a bit. And then she comes along and gives a big speech. But uh, yeah, she's like stabbing the necks and stabs like this guy's eye out and everything. But then they don't show the aftermath. They just sort of cut away from it afterwards. So I thought that was I thought that was cool. But yeah, I think that she said she did that by slipping something in a drink, which doesn't make a ton of sense. Um, but I'll buy it. That's fine. I'll buy it. <laughs> it's not uh it's not my my problem with the season. Um, so that was cool. But uh, yeah, obviously it's at the end. It's revealed. Um, so series actual dad. Obviously, she's got a father figure, which is Geralt, but her actual dad, who we saw in series fake flashback thing, uh, like the in between thing where she was trying to Geralt was trying to get in contact with her, communication with her. Uh, he reveals himself at the end, and he's like, "Oh, I don't need you two anymore." He's talking about the commander and the the. Um, the other woman as well. Uh, the two people that I just mentioned. So yeah. Another person that wants to uh, go off the series. She's going to have another busy season. Next season I suppose. So that should be interesting. Um, yeah that was that was cool. Again that's obviously set up for season 3. Uh, I'm pretty sure the show's already been renewed for season 3. Um, I kind of forgot. It's been The Witcher. Season... Three. What does it say here? Um, yeah, it's a thing from Digital Spy. The Witcher, The Witcher season two's twist ending sets up season three and spin-offs. Um, there's another thing here. That says sorry, The Witcher season three won't be arriving anytime soon. Well, yeah, because you have to take care in making these things. So. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a season three, isn't there? So, um, the Witcher season three won't be getting filmed anytime soon, according to sh- showrunner Lauren Hisrich. So, because I don't know where they filmed this, actually. Maybe they got some. Because I was kind of thinking about you know the Omnicrom thing and this new. New COVID issues. Of course, they can write the season and everything. You can do that. Uh, but, um, yeah. Yeah. We'll see all, how all that goes. Uh, oh, it says here, The Witcher Season 3 announced by Netflix. That was in September. So, yeah, it is It is getting a, another season. Um, all right. So, yeah, we'll see how everything goes next season. Oh, ultimately, how do I feel about the season... I'm happy with it. Um, I didn't enjoy it as much as season one, but as I realised, I wish I'd if I'd realised by about episode four. Maybe, maybe it's my mistake. Maybe it's the show's mistake. I don't know. Maybe it's nobody's fault, really. But if I'd have realised by about episode four that this was a set-up season, I might have enjoyed it a bit more. But see, now I can now I can kind of you know when you watch something and you you kind of reflect on it afterwards and you think okay. You take a bit more time maybe to think about it and you can reflect a bit more. 
And now that I can look back on certain things and be like, okay, that was set up, that was set up, that was set up for season uh, three. I can look back and enjoy it a bit more. So, yeah, it it, it worked out in the end. And uh, it does make me more excited for season three because we still got this uh, Siri stuff kind of happening. So, uh, see how it all goes. That's uh, pretty much it, I think. I don't know if I missed any... Did I miss any scenes to discuss? Lots of cool fighting scenes. Um, I'm glad that Geralt used his Igni in the end, which was what I was talking about, because I was trying to talk about some of his powers as well. When he's fighting with that dragon type of thing on the bridge, um, and it's like trying to eat him, he quickly like blasts um, Igni at it. So... um, yeah, interesting stuff, interesting stuff. It's still great to, you know, see this this game come to life, really. At least that's the way that I kind of look at it, because I don't have the connection to the book. I've got the connection to the game. So that was interesting to see, at least. Um, good things happening with the characters this season. In, in terms of actual character development, they did do quite a lot of work. They just didn't do kind of some of the things with the characters that I wanted them to, but that's a little bit of a different thing. Um... Who died this season? Obviously a, bu- a whole bunch of red shirts. <laughs> uh, Roach died. Um, none of our main characters died, did they? Geralt didn't die. Neither did Ciri. Triss is fine. Vesemir's fine. Yennefer's fine. Um, that's like some of the commander characters and other people like that kind of die. Um... But no, Roach was the uh, the sad character death this season, I I suppose. Um, unless I'm missing somebody. Am I forgetting about somebody's death, even though I've just watched all this? I don't think I am. But anyway, if I did miss something, you know, I've just consumed eight hours of content in a very short space of time. So uh, my, my brain's processing a lot of things. So um, yeah, forgive me if I've forgotten something. Um, anyway, if you do want to um, write into me and let me know if I if I missed something or a point I didn't bring up that you want to discuss, you can feel free to do that. Um, also, tell me, do you prefer do you refer sorry to Jaskar as Jaskar or Baird? I just sort of defaulted to calling him Baird, but let me know what you think anyway. Uh, you can let me know all those thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whatever. Um, I won't be doing like a feedback podcast necessarily, but I can still read what you write in and maybe reply to some stuff. So. Just feel free to write in anyway. Uh, you could do that by writing into Matthew Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org. Sorry, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org. There's Twitter, eTalkUK, the contact page and information in the show notes. And if you're looking on the uh, website version of this podcast, you can scroll down a little bit. There will be a big email box. You can put your email and your message in there. You can send that to me as well, which lots of you use that. Uh, you can also click on or copy and paste the email name and write in that way as well. Um, oh, there was one other character death. That baby, that was quite tragic. But that wasn't sort of... That's not really what I was referring to. I was referring to, like, main character deaths. And as sad as it is, and the and the manner of which the child was killed is very sad and very tragic. That's not what I was talking about. So, But I just remembered, obviously, that that happened. But yeah, I suppose in, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, I, I, talk, I, I talk sometimes about like The Walking Dead and The Last of Us and things like that. About looking at that that world through a different lens, different rules, different society, different mindsets of people. 
you know, that their world has been changed from what ours is. The same thing applies with The Witcher as well, you know, they're living in a fantasy world with dragons and people with spells and things like that. So there's there's a different lens to look through the world. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, people do kill people in this day and age, obviously, but, you know, different reasons and different situations as opposed to what happens in The Witcher. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was pretty tragic and pretty sad, um, the, the baby as well, so, yeah, that was bad, uh, yep, that's, that's it, I, I'm really trying to search my mind to think of anything else, because the last episode, so I want to just try and see if I remember anything else, but I think that's pretty much everything, um, yeah, thank you all very much for listening to this Witcher, Witcher Day, um, did manage to finish earlier than what I did last time by about two hours, but then I started two hours earlier this year. Um, I can't believe I woke up at eight o'clock this morning and started watching The Witcher. Uh, that was, uh, that was, that was kind of strange. Um, yeah, so, anyway, uh, thank you all very much for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed everything I've done today. Um, I will be back for season three. Probably in two years' time. Just, just, you know, take your time with it. I'm I'm going to take my time recovering from this. So just take your time with the season. It's a complicated show to make. I understand that. It's got lots of things going on. I did just read two little articles or whatever. Or headlines of articles that said it's going to take a while. Take all the time you need. If it's two years, whatever. Um, I'll, 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 be, uh, I'll be waiting. So, um, yeah. Because I don't know about the Blood Origins thing. Because no- Nightmare of the Wolf, when I covered that film, that felt like a waste of time, honestly. Uh, felt like a waste of time watching that because it was bad. Uh, but Blood Origin looks like it's going to be a bit more connected to this Witcher show. Uh, it's got Michelle Yeoh in it as well, I think. I think she was in that trailer. So that should be cool. Uh, but yeah, I'll be back for season three in about two years' time. Providing I'm still doing this, of course. Which I very much plan to, but you never know what can happen, so... Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. We have lots of other things, not just The Witcher, of course. I know there's a bunch of podcasts for the for the show I've just done, but uh, TV, video games, films, Manchester United podcasts. Uh, we've got a big, a, a big, a uh, couple of big podcasts coming up um, over the next few days. We're going to be doing a wrap up podcast for The Walking Dead: World Beyond. I think we're planning to do that on Sunday, and then possibly on Monday. It's the really big one for the year. One I'm really, really looking forward to doing. Um, which is going to be the best and worst of 2021. I'm going to finalise my list tomorrow. Um, and finish off the recording of the Deciding the Best and Worst 2021 podcast. Which is like a... I'll, you'll see what that is later. Um, but uh, yeah. We're, we're doing those things in the next couple of days. Like I said, I have no idea when there's the next football game. So I guess it's as good as mine. Uh, but we do lots of other things as well on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, you can find us as well on your favourite podcast platform. Search for Entertainment Talk. If you uh, like what I've done today and you like what we do on Entertainment Talk, you enjoy what we what we cover and everything, uh, you can support Entertainment Talk as well. That would mean a lot to me if you took some of those the options I'm about to mention. One of them is simply just listening to more episodes that we've done. We've got an absolute ton of them on the website. If you want to ask about if we've covered a certain something or search around on the website... I'll be happy to help you uh, find something if you want to uh, know about that. Um, yeah, so you can listen to more episodes. You can also tell other people that you know about the um, podcast that we do. If you hear somebody this weekend saying they're watching Spider-Man or they're watching The Witcher or 
playing something that we've covered, anything like that, please let them know about our content because it really helps us out as well. Just tell them what we do and where they can find it as well. So you can do that. You can either do that through word of mouth or social media. So you can share the links around on your favorites, uh, your, uh, I was going to say podcast platform, your social media platform of choice. So please consider doing that. And if you want to support us through Patreon, you can do that if you want to. As well, uh, you can support us on Patreon, the $1, $3 level tiers, ad-free podcast and review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. But of course, if you can't do that, um, then you can just spread the word of mouth or listen to more episodes. All those things help us out, so just take your choice of what you want to do. Um, if you want your TV and your film news, um, David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk. I'm not sure what he's doing with Geektown Radio, but uh, geektown.co.uk uh, is where you can find your TV and your film news. Um, he'll probably have posted the trailer at some point for the Blood Origins thing, if you want to see that. Uh, so there's that as well. Also, the Geek Town Awards. Um, the Witcher is... Is that on there? No, it wouldn't be on there, because the season that we've just had is after the awards closed. But if you want to vote for your favourite TV shows, games and films, um, you can do that over on geektown.co.uk forward slash awards. Go over there, go and vote for your shows in different categories. And uh, you can be entered into a prize draw as well. That doesn't close until the 31st. So you've still got like a bit of time to do that. So consider doing that as well. Bex is still streaming daily pretty much over on Twitch. Trista Bites Trista. B-Y-T-E-S. She's got a Christmas schedule up. So go and find that on probably Twitter and on Twitch. And she's on Instagram and stuff. So go and find her work. Um, I also stream on Twitch as well. I just wrapped up my uh, Pez coach mode for the year. Just wrapped up streaming for the year basically but i'll be back next year with more pez coach mode and some other games if you want to find those streams those are etalk uk over on twitch if you want to find those and if you've missed any of them the youtube channel is now up to date i updated it yesterday uh you can find those over on the entertainment talk plays over on youtube that's it for me i'm gonna go and rest i'm gonna go and well i say rest i've got to promote all these episodes i've just done and all the ones we've done recently so uh, yeah but uh anyway thank you very very much for listening if you followed me with this journey today or maybe not today maybe over the weekend maybe you did it over the course of a few days whatever you chose to do thank you for joining me very much and um i'll catch you all next time goodbye